It's the California Wine Country Podcast with Steve Jackson and Dan Berger. We taste, we laugh, we learn. California Wine Country, great to welcome back Jeff Mangahas. Jeff, great to see you again. A winemaker at one of my favorite uh, wineries, Williams Cellium. Great to be back here, Steve. Uh, talk about the history of William Selliam, because oh, wow. it's a long history. It's a long history. How, how much time do we have? Uh, we're here till midnight. We're here till midnight. Okay, perfect. Uh, I won't take up that much time, but um, yeah, great history of, of William Selliam. Um, this will be our 40, what is it? This will be our 44th vintage. Wow. Yeah. Which is pretty incredible, right? I mean, there's some very historic wineries, Certainly. for sure, in Sonoma County, but, you know... From a Pinot Noir perspective, which is what our specialty is, we've been just killing it, right? I mean, the, the wines have been terrific from day one. But you've been killer with the Chardonnays, too, oh, and you know you. I'm a big yeah, we'll Chardonnay try one of those. fan. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Burt Williams, Ed Selliam, they started this amazing winery. I mean, literally, it was in a garage in the town of Fulton. So if you're, if you're driving on River Road, you get off 101, there's a... Uh, a winery just on, um, just outside of the, whatever, the pg plant there, a uh, little garage, that's where they started the winery. A real, true, I guess, what do you call it, a garagiste? Um, garagistas, right? Yeah, really focused on quality, great vineyard sourcing. Um, they source grapes from historic families like the Martinelli's, the Rocchioli's, right. sure. just names that are just Some of the synonymous names with, yeah, just names Sonoma that are County. synonymous with Sonoma County. Yeah, exactly. For sure. And, you know, it was probably in the mid 80s when they won the California State Fair wine. It was the, it was the best, um, uh, best wine of the show. And it really just kind of skyrocketed their whatever reputation and it everybody had to have the wines or there wasn't very many bottles to be had and um people you know were clamoring for the wines and it's kind of interesting they're very innovative in the sense that you know they started the waiting the concept of the allocation system and the waiting list and this is actually still things that we practice today yeah yeah our wines are so precious there are very few bottles and people just clamor for the bottles so very um very cool history and, and you know with that 1985 rocchioli that's you know kind of what put russian river valley on the map and mm-hmm. kind of in my opinion um and look at you know where the appellation is today and it's just it's world class and um you know we kind of blaze those trails I think. and the website is williams uh, com, and on there it re- uh, has it opens up if you go to the, the history of uh, the winery and the wines it uh, refers to what you were just talking about and it says how does a hobby become a passion and a passion become a legend and that's really what happened with, with these two with yeah. these people yeah I mean their focus was quality um, tiny little vineyards that were very unique and expressive and, you know, if we look at what William Selliam is today, we, we do exactly the same thing, right? We, we source, still source from Rocchioli and you know, these amazing vineyards that have personality that, um, I mean, it's crazy to think we, today we make 25 different Pinot Noirs and they're all so different. I only brought two 25. Today, so that, well, that's fine. We, we got to start with the Chardonnay first, so. Well, I'll drink that? to that. Do, do you want to do yeah. that? Yeah. Um, All right, you want to try some salmon with that? Sure, why not? Yeah. Super Get awesome. Jeff some salmon, Joe. Yeah, Jeff. 
Uh, we're combining Restaurant Week and the restaurant The Bird with Joe Castro and California Wine Country with Jeff, the winemaker at Williams Cellium. How many shards do you guys make? Oh, gosh, I have to count. Um, let's see. There are eight different Chardonnays that we make. So wow. What I just poured for you, Steve, mm. is 2022. 20, mm. Heinz Vineyard Chardonnay. So this is our current. I brought wines from our current release. So we're actually in a release right now. Thank you. We we offer the wines twice a year. So this is what's called our spring release. And um, cheers, cheers. Let's Salute, boys. Let's make everybody jealous. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so two offers here. Twenty twenty two Heinz Vineyard Chardonnay. This is a another just. Classy, classy That's vineyard site. Thank you. This vineyard's really interesting. It's up above the town of Grayton. So if you if you if you're familiar with West County, you drive through Grayton, you pass the you know the Dutton Ranch, and you know it's these historic vineyards. You start climbing up, like you're heading towards the town of Occidental. At the very very top. Um, that's where the Heinz Vineyard is before you drop down into the town of Occidental. The color on this shard is very unique, man. Yeah, I don't no. normally see. Uh, I don't know what it's. It's, it's, it's sort it's, of like a yellow green. I mean, if, yeah, and it's light. It's lighter than a lot of Chardonnays. Yeah. The, the color for and sure. I've got a great winemaking team with me. We've got obviously great vineyards. Very I mean, modern, it's very well. It's you know the great wine oh. is a partnership. Right, it's a partnership with our grower, it's with the winemaker, the team, and just well, you know course. everything. And it's a, it's it's truly a team effort. But. I got to ask. Let me if I can. Hold how on. much is this a bottle? This is uh, seventy bucks a bottle. I'll take, I'll take ten bottles. Yeah, I, I, I would too. I mean, and this is a, a young wine, and it's absolutely you, you lay it down for a while, and it's going to explode, man. Yeah, I mean the fact that these are new releases, these wines. I mean, to be honest, you know, we most people want to just drink their wines when they get them mm-hmm. when they're young, but our wines do benefit with five, six, seven years of age, sure. including the Chardonnays. I'm not just talking about the Pinot Noirs. Right on. He is Jeff Mangahas, Mangahas, uh, winemaker at Williams Selium Wines. Jeff, talk about your history in the world of wine and how you became a winemaker and how you were, wound up making wine for one of the greatest uh, wineries in Sonoma County. Wine's a, an, an amazing product, right? I mean, it's so descriptive of the place, and that's what really got me interested in wine. You know, I grew up in Washington State and, you know, started tasting wines and it was just like wow why does this taste like this and that tastes like that and you know as a as a trained scientist actually that my my original career was in research science so i have a molecular biology degree studied biochemistry chemistry all that sort of stuff so all the gears were sort of turning in my head to try and figure out and it was more of a hobby when i started to get into wine just collecting and tasting wines from all over you know washington and the world um, you know, and I continued along my career as a research scientist. I, I worked at some pretty cool, prestigious places, the Fred Hutch Cancer Research Center in Seattle. Um, I worked at the bio, in the biology department at Princeton University as a research scientist. Right, wow. Um, worked in a startup pharmaceutical company in, in Manhattan. Um, and just, you know, science by trade, but really wine lover as a hobby and travel and all that sort of stuff. Um, and 
you know, I was at a crossroads in my, 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 my science career and, you know, thought, wow, what if I was to combine my hobby and my, my true training? Um, and that's when I kind of took the plunge. Um, I was living uh, in New York City at the time in that, do, doing that pharmaceutical gig and um, decided to go back to school, get my, my master's degree from UC Davis, and that was in 99, 2000. Um, had traveled the you know the world at that point, really kind of investigating wines. It was just it was it was a super fun. So you came to California idea. in the late nineties. I had never really been to California to be honest, but yeah. it was more like okay, this is what I needed to do to kickstart my career. And you know, very driven uh, individual, very dri- you know scientifically minded, as I said. Um, and this was a great fit for me. Um, so yeah, when I graduated with my master's degree from from Davis. Uh, one of my really, one of my first jobs. Did some internships here and there, but my my very first job out of Davis was working for uh, Dan Goldfield at uh, Dutton Goldfield. What a great fit for me! Because yeah, it was I can a, see that. It, you know, Dan has a really incredible scientific mind as well, and has a lot of experience. And it was just perfect because it was really just me, him, and Steve. You know, and it was a an opportunity to absorb every piece of knowledge and from, from both of them and it was pretty pretty incredible experience this is my 24th vintage believe it or not wow. in the russian river valley um and uh i've i've worked at some pretty amazing places so you know i i, I owe dan certainly a lot in the sense that and it's great to be able to talk about this on the air because he you know was such a true mentor for me um and that was you know an important time in my career um and you know, I worked for him, what was it, 01 to about 2005. Uh, with the experience that I gained, uh, you know, with him, um, I became, in 2006, I became the winemaker at Hartford uh, Family Winery. Yeah, Hartford. yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, and that was, you know, parlaying all my knowledge and, and, and understanding and passion and, and, and really... Um, I loved my experience there working with Don Hartford and, and, and all those amazing wines. And so each, you know, kind of step in my career has been like building on the previous. Right. And so, you know, as it should be. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just exciting when the opportunity came in 2011, uh, to join Williams and Selium and, you know, Bob, uh, Cabral before me, I worked with Bob for a couple years and, you know, the goal was, you know, uh, you know, Bob's doing some great things with his brand uh, now, and right. you know it was just a, a, a an amazing opportunity that I couldn't pass up to eventually take the reins at Williams and Selium. So that's you know that's been my career. It's been a you know a stepping stone each way. Each time, you know, yeah. You know, learning and building upon you know everything that I've you know, those previous uh, experiences. So it's, it's a dream come true. I mean, it's, uh, I live a dream, um, you know, making these historic wines from this historic brand. It's unbelievable. And it is historic. And Absolutely. those gentlemen were amazing and they're uh, icons in this industry, in our area. You know, they blazed the trail, I think, yeah. for so many people and, you know, just the appellation and, honestly california pinot noir right i mean it put it on the map and and russian more, river valley russian river valley yeah. for sure and you know kind of there's been definitely some great you know torch bearers uh, as well but uh william Selium is definitely important in the in that history of 
you know, bringing notoriety to the to the region, um, and it's it's an honor to make these wines. To be quite honest, he is Jeff Mangahas, a winemaker at Williams Selium Wines. They are one of my favorite wineries and some of my favorite wines in wine country. So it's great to see Jeff again, man. Yeah, thank you so much. What I like to do is even just open it up ahead of time, pour a tiny little bit out. You know, the way that we make these wines, whether it's Chardonnay or Pinot Noir or Zinfandel, we make it in a in winemaking speak. It's a, in a very reductive way, right? We're not yeah, yeah. purposely trying to introduce oxygen in the process. And of so course. when um, – so decanting it is, is a possibility for sure. But I like to just open the bottle, pour a tiny little bit out just to evaluate it. Make sure it's not corked, right? It doesn't have those kind of like right. those musty smells that can sometimes happen sure. from natural cork. Um, and then that introduces the oxygen, and then just let it sit around for a couple hours. Not and even that's it, okay. Not just even in the decanted. bottle. Yeah, just in the bottle after yeah, you yeah, pour cool. out that tiny little bit, and it'll be. It's an amazing transformation after a couple hours. Obviously, I have a, a science battery. That's that's where my head's at. But my training has been wines of the world i mean i i love right. tasting wines i love you know tasting you know particularly of course because i make burgundy uh, pinot noir burgundy is very you know high on my, my yeah, list of like trying to understand yeah, yeah. you know great pinot noir um and it's you know ultimately it's about what it tastes like right and it tastes pretty darn good. that's why we you know this uh, what, what i wanted to say about specifically this vineyard the Heinz Vineyard has a really cool, interesting soil type. If, again, if you're familiar with West County, in you know you go way, way back in the prehistoric sort of like development of the AVA. The soils in this part of the world are uplifted seabed soils. This is actually like bottom sea bottom sandy. Um, you know, kind of soil, and that's what really makes yeah. this site so interesting from a textural and explain perspective. Explain how that turns into a Chardonnay that's beautiful. Well, it's you know the 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 sandy soil is very limited in terms of um, the nutrient value, right? So the plants really have to dig deep to mine nutrients. They need right. to mine water, right? And to a certain extent, the more stressed the vines are when you wouldn't want to push them to you know to the point of 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 dying but you want to stress them out a little bit right i mean it's you build character you know it's just like people for sure it's like building character through adversity right and that's what these vines are doing right of how limited the soils are and it just it makes a very characterful wine and texture flavor you know structure these are all just yeah. Amazing traits of, of high, high quality sight. We got two Pinots to try, so I don't know. I want to taste the food first. And okay. so, is that cool? To- All right, we're going to taste. Uh, we got a, a, a Pinot from. Yeah. I just, so I just poured you guys. This is, again, from our current release, our spring release. And these wines are, you know, if you're on your list, and can I just talk about that real quick? Of course. Yeah, so the way to get our wines, you know, you're going to see them in really nice restaurants and, and whatnot. But the best way to get our wines is through our mailing list. And so you go to the website, join the list, williamsellium.com. You sign up for the mailing list, and we'll allocate you some bottles. Remember, these wines are – there's not that many bottles uh, available, right? So yeah, it's really, not a huge production. No. And, no. you know, we make a – I make – crazy enough, I make 50 different – over 50 different – 
products, but there's not much of any one particular wine. So the best way to get them, go to that website, sign up for the list, and you buy them direct from us. That's you're going to get the best price anyways. Sure. And you know, uh, find your favorite. There's 25 Pinot Noirs, eight Chardonnays, four Zins, and everything else in between. And of course, it's Williams. Sellium.com. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And okay. did, you, did you say this was your 24th harvest with our uh, vintage in, with them? No, in the Russian River Valley. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this yeah. is this is my, gosh, what is this? This is my fourth. This coming vintage will be my 14th vintage with Williams Home. Right on. Pretty incredible. This is what's called West Side Road Neighbors. It's 2022. So again, current release. Um, the, what are the neighbors? The neighbors are eight really famous vineyards on West Side Road, uh, including Rocchioli Vineyard, uh, a vineyard from the Bacigalupis. The Bacigalupis. The Bucher Vineyard, the Allen, just all historic vineyards. There's eight of them. And what's really unique about this part of the world on West, on West Side Road, you know, sort of West County, is about seven miles just south of Healdsburg. Right. Um, gravelly kind of soils there's you know some of the soils are you know sandy river kind of soils again like we were talking about earlier very limited in terms of vigor for the plants and so you really end up with struggle in the plants and that translates into concentration it translates into flavor it translates into just you know really unique um traits in the pinot noir and when you smell this wine i mean it's just i mean well you guys tell me what do you what do you think i mean your glasses are almost empty so well the nose i, I think the, the wine's pretty spectacular. good <laughs> and i love the color and it's again a 2022 pinot yeah arguably young this is a 10-year wine if you wanted to hold on to it for 10 years yeah, sure is it delicious today absolutely and that's what's kind of fun about our style is that the drinking window is really wide you can enjoy it Right when you get the bottles, but, you know, in your allocation, or you put them down for five, seven, ten years, and they're absolutely delicious. Your it, wines are spectacular. Thank, thank you so much. I mean, again, work with incredible vineyard sites. And what I, what I like to say about our wines, you know, we're very, you know, our attention to detail is outstanding, right? And to make wines of this quality, you have to take care of all the little details, right? I mean, it's about execution. It's about doing the right thing at the right time. And that's a lot of details. It's a lot of details. But you know what? That's that's my job. That's our job <laughs> to be able to bring these amazing wines to people and, and exactly get the reaction that you guys get because that's what I want to hear, right? I, mean, I don't get turned on by too many wines. I, I mean, I've had them all. I'm not going to name, but... I've had a lot of high-end wines. This rocks it. Yeah. yeah. This is like, this is crazy. And what are we going to taste here with uh, some Williams Cellium so, uh, Pinot? S- some abalone. Some abalone. But mm-hmm. before that, the short rib with that Pinot was really nice, too. Especially with such a, a young wine where the tannins are still youthful. It really cuts through the that just a kiss of smoke that you have on, on the short rib. Yes. Um, it was... A really nice match. So well, well, well done. It's Thank not. You. It's Thank not. You. It's not overdone. It's not overly, you know, seasoned. <clears throat> um, and you can really taste the meat, you yeah. know, flavor. Quality prime. Yeah. Meat, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, and that's what's kind of fun about young wines. They're they're actually they can go with a lot of different things, right? And I didn't get a chance to try the salmon, but to me, classic 
Pinot Noir and salmon are actually a really good match. I agree with that. If you haven't had that before, it's really quite magical, actually, because the fattiness of the you know of the of the salmon really matches well with the overall light bodiedness of Pinot Noir tannins. So they're they're actually a perfect complement. You know, Pinot Noir is a delicate variety overall, right? So it has red fruits at its best. It has red fruits. It has you know floral notes there's almost like rose petals i I, I get that or lavender you know those kind of notes and that's you know to me it's pinot noir is always about the perfume and it's that you 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 get that in this wine it's so youthful and exuberant and fresh fruit but pinot noir really hits its stride with a little bit of age where you start to develop some of the earthier elements right? so yeah it opens it, up it, yeah for sure and th- that only happens with a little bit of age but you know like i said earlier our wines are so interesting because they have this amazing arc to drink young or drink really old uh depending on what you like right i mean i get asked that question so many times when should i drink these wines how long should i hold them for and it's really about your personal preference so is it wrong to open this today? Absolutely not. We're drinking it. We're enjoying it. It's yeah. beautiful. California wine country. Jeff Mangahas is the winemaker at Williams Cellium. WilliamsCellium.com. Uh, Jeff, thanks so much for being in. It's good to see you again. It's been a oh, while. Great to be here.